everybody and welcome back for series two. Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. How is it series two? I just, it's so crazy. Series one was amazing. I had the best time with the best guests. I was so, so lucky. So welcome back to Chronic But Iconic. And here in series two, we've got some exciting things coming your way. So stay tuned. Where do we begin? We've got so many things going on on series two and I'm so, so excited as you can probably tell. But yes, we've got some amazing guests talking about chronic illness in general across the board. I know that series one, there was a lot of focus on Lyme disease. As you probably all know, I suffer with Lyme disease and it was great to have guests on, you know, raising awareness because a lot of people still don't really know what Lyme disease is all about. And it was just great to sort of bring it to the forefront about how debilitating the disease is. But I am very aware that chronic illness, chronic disease across the board is just so, so hard to live with. It's so hard to deal with. You know, people don't understand how difficult it is managing life and work and careers and socialising and everything that comes with it. So I really, really want to focus on you know diseases across the board really and illnesses that leave people you know feeling debilitated housebound bedridden and everything that just makes life so much you know harder to deal with and just raise some points you know because i know that with our illness it feels like take 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 all the time and although we want to highlight these things and actually show people you know a little bit more in depth of what goes on you know the emotional strains and the physical strains so people have the opportunity to understand but I also find it very important to make sure that we also talk about the positive things about everything that we can gain so the strength that we gain the lessons that we gain from you know going through the health problems that we go through because there is a lot of lessons that we do learn and we should be very very grateful for them and I think you know through the people that come on and the guests that we come on they're very very motivated they're very driven they have stubborn hearts and you know they really really do fight and that is very very motivating and empowering for even people without chronic illness that you know that we sh we still deserve to chase our dreams we still deserve to have goals and you know a focus in life and i think it's important to have focus in life because at the end of the day that gives us purpose and with purpose everything is is worth it all the pain is worthwhile because we know that there's a focus there we know there's a goal we're helping other people reaching out and the more people find the courage and bravery to speak up and share their stories, the more people, you know, that we, we empower to do the same. And with that, you know, judgments fade away, people are more understanding and we can drive change, which is ultimately what we want. So I think this is great and, you know, I'm so, so grateful for all the guests that come on. I know that for a lot of people it takes a lot of effort, you know, it also, it takes a lot of courage and I don't think people understand, you know, I, I do try and send 
notes um, of sort of a schedule of what we're going to be talking about to the guests before we, they come on, just so that people feel comfortable. Because at the end of the day, we want to have a chit chat. We want to act like, you know, it's a bit of a coffee meetup and people just to feel you know comfortable in their own skin and comfortable sharing their own story because, you know, it's, it's a big, big task and I'm so, so grateful. So I do want to start with a couple of questions that people have been asking me, which I thought would be great to sort of kick off um, series two really. So basically people have been asking me that, obviously I say that I'm housebound most of the time, but they see me traveling and see me out and about and ask, you know, how do I do this? And yes, I am housebound most of the time. I do travel a lot. It is one of my passions, it's one of my hobbies, but it's not easy. And it's, I know that I put on a brave face and I smile, but it takes a lot of effort for me. And I do burn and I do crash when I get back. And I have a few days running up to traveling and a few days after where I just, I can't really do very much. and. You know, that's the bottom line. I really, really do. And I have to sort of hibernate whilst I recharge. And I find it very difficult to come to terms with this because I do like being busy. I do have a focus. I do like, you know, that commitment aspect to it all. So I do find it difficult. And (laughs) again, you know, I do have to think about booking airport assistance, often taking the wheelchair, Sometimes I have to come to terms with the fact that I can't do what everybody else is doing on the trip. So maybe I have to not do certain, you know, activities or maybe I have to not go out for a meal one night and I have to sort of stay in and rest. And that's very difficult in a sense as well, because when you have the opportunity to go out and be around people, when you don't at home, you kind of really really want to enjoy it and just push yourself and and do it all so it's very difficult and sometimes you just have to say no I'm sorry I can't do it and yeah and people don't see that because obviously I only show when I am out and about or when I am having fun and having a laugh they don't see the rest of the time when I'm literally flat out resting probably crying in so much pain because I don't want to show the negative side of things so to answer people's questions how do I cope with it I do have to think about taking the wheelchair I do have to travel with someone who is supportive who is understanding and sometimes has to pull me to one side and say you know say to me Sophie you can't do this you've got to give yourself time to recharge and have to come to terms with the fact that it's okay to miss out and I know that some people you know we call it FOMO like fear of missing out and I do get that sometimes because I think most of the time I feel like my life is boring and missing out on life because I do have to cancel I don't see my friends a lot because my friends are scattered around the country we're all doing different things life is hectic life is manic 
So when I do have time to see my friends or be out and about, you just feel guilty when you can't do it or do everything that they're doing. So I think it's very, very important to have someone that's very, very supportive with you at all times. And yeah, if that means traveling with a family member, traveling with a close friend, make sure they're close by and just appreciate every moment that you're able to have fun but also don't feel guilty about having time to recharge I think it's very very important to make sure that you've got that me time that couple of hours where you're just chilling out and you've got time to yourself and that is very very important and don't feel guilty about that Now this is the big one. How do I deal with apologising? I'm always apologising and I can't stop. Now, Sophie being Sophie, this is me to a T. I'm always saying sorry. I always feel guilty for everything. I think, I think it's in our DNA. We're so sorry for our illness because we know how upset it makes other people. We know how inconvenient it is. People often find it difficult to spend time with us just because we tire so quickly so they they aren't used to having to come home early or having to adapt, take the wheelchair, order different food. We're always apologising because we feel guilty. Everybody just wants to go with you know the flow and enjoy life. So to have it so like planned out, paced and thought out isn't fun so I fully understand where you're coming from where you just you don't want to have to apologize because there's nothing that you can do about it you haven't asked for your health to be this way you don't purposely cause trouble or you know you don't want to be seen as a troublemaker so I think it's important to kind of say you know be, be honest about it say you know I'm really really sorry I do feel this way I'm feeling a lot of pain today it is going to be difficult when we go out and eat food I am going to have to order different things but you don't have to keep apologizing once you've apologized and kind of told the, whoever you're with the situation and being honest and open with them about it there's nothing more that you can do so I think it's it's important to be honest, it's important to be open, don't lie, don't put the brave face on, don't put the smile on, actually be honest so then people fully understand because without being honest they can't understand and that's when people get annoyed because you've not been fully open with them and it's kind of like they, they want you to trust them enough to be open with them. So. I think, yes, be open and honest, apologise, but don't go over the top apologising, you don't need to, you've not brought this on yourself, and you're not being a troublemaker, so yeah, don't, you know, be sorry, but don't be too sorry. The next one is advice on great food companies for food intolerances now 
I've got so many intolerances and it's so, so hard to eat out that I really do struggle. But I have a few that I absolutely love and I think the world of and I use all the time. The first one is Naked. And now Naked, they have Naked bars and they have a range of Naked bars, which I adore because especially when I was like younger swimming, we always used to have blueberry muffins at the Premier Inn, you may know. Um, and yeah, before any swimming competition, I always used to raid them for the chocolate muffins and the blueberry muffins. Now, Naked have a blueberry uh, muffin actual flavour, which to me actually tastes like blueberry muffins and is a godsend. They also have the chocolate flavour, which I love. And they have so many different flavours like lemon drizzle, peanut butter, which is oh one of my favorites salted caramel is a new one and i love that one too and like like i said they just have a range of different ones and they're so 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 good and you know what they actually taste like the cake themselves i know that they also have carrot cake which brings you back to my school days because i always used to have carrot cake when it used to be on but yeah absolutely amazing they're great for traveling they're great for snacking on the go great for a dessert if I'm honest you know like at Christmas when they're all having their cake you can just whap out one and you know you feel like you're being part of it so I really really love them they're great another one is Alpro now you you know me I have a full tub of unsweetened Alpro yogurt a day for that protein fix because I have to have a high protein diet to keep my weight on and keep the sugars low so they are a godsend. I also have the unsweetened Alpro milk. You can get in soya flavour. I think they just brought out a coconut one, which is great. And I have the unsweetened almond milk. Absolutely amazing. Again, you don't have to have the unsweetened range. They have amazing, amazing range of milks and yogurts, to be fair, with coconut and um, vanilla, oat flavors and cashew milk hazelnut milk absolutely amazing they do mousses they do creams and it's just a great great range again to add to coffees have a, de- a dessert have with fruit and it's just amazing and these companies really really do open doors in so many ways and help us in so many ways so yeah alpro is amazing just give them a go like i said you might not like one flavor but there's so many different flavors to try so don't just if you don't like one flavor don't just like think you're not gonna like all the other flavors do give them a go they're amazing and i love them so much another one is um which I love is be free so they do a range of wraps and pita breads great great range and um, they taste great they're easy again for travel you can get them and they keep well so yeah really have a have a good go with them you can make them sort of into pizzas if you want to or you can have them as wraps on the go or sandwiches amazing great company again you can get them most supermarkets so easily accessible the next one is halo top now halo top dairy free ice cream oh my god especially the i've had the toasted coconut but i'm not the biggest coconut fan i will be honest but their salted caramel and their peanut butter 
oh my god and then on instagram the other day i saw that they have a um, chocolate fudge mint flavor coming out over in america so i'm so hoping they bring bring um it over to the uk because they are insane and i love them so much and again great for that sweet tooth they are actually low sugar high protein as well so for people with chronic illnesses that obviously are having to watch their sugar content because of the bacteria and all sorts of things like that they are amazing and can go with any dessert again at christmas easter any sort of family sort of do's that you have where the ice cream comes out you can enjoy ice cream as well so please that you know take a look at their range even for people who you know don't have to have dairy free but can have ice cream they are low sugar high protein so even have a look at their dairy range they do have a, a wide range of flavors i know they have even more flavors which i'm so jealous about but yeah give them a shot they're amazing i love them and i fully fully recommend the other people for sort of sweet treats are lazy days they do have ginger tiffin rocky roads and i think just chocolate tiffin amazing great and yeah i love the ginger tiffin i fully fully recommend again give them a go might not be your cup of tea but give them a go they're amazing and yeah and anybody else that has other foods sort of that they try that they think i'd love please please reach out to me let me know and i'll give them a shot so the next one what do i do when going to a like a family do or an event that's a, more than a couple of hours long this is challenging to me because you always want to go out and do everything and be part of everything and especially when you're going through chronic illness you don't always get invited because people just don't want to deal with you and that's fair enough so when you do get invited you really want to go and make the effort and I think sometimes when people think you know if you're going with a big group and it's five hours long and you know that the group are going to want to stay for five hours but you can't drive and you don't want them leaving early you kind of ultimately just say no I don't want to go you know I'll stay at home but then you feel guilty and you want to push yourself because again you don't want to not be invited next time so it's very very difficult and my advice is to be open and honest with the people that you're going with kind of say that maybe you might only be able to do three hours are they okay doing three hours if it's an issue, maybe you're gonna have to just say that, you know, you might not be able to go, or you know, it's 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 a really tough one because you do want to go, and I think if if you know you're going with someone that really really gets it and is really really supportive, they'll be fine with you, and they'll be like, no, it's okay, we'll do three hours. Or you can sort of ring ahead and be open and honest with the host and say that five hours might be a bit too long for you, but if they've got somewhere that you might be able to lie down or go and recharge, that you might be able to come and do the whole event and just maybe have a, an hour away 
where you just recharge yourself if they've got a room available for that um, that can sort of put you at ease but I think with any event it's very important to go with someone that, that understands you that knows when the brave face is kind of fading away almost because you're struggling and then they can sort of pull away and pull you away and know when to end the evening or end the event and come away um, but I think my ultimate advice is go with your gut if your gut is telling you that this event is going to be too much for you you don't know if you can trust the people not that you can't trust the people but they won't fully understand it to the certain extent that they can sort of accommodate you as well as what you need um, or if maybe your support systems that are going they want a good night and they want kind of a night off and that's understandable because especially with your nearest and dearest they're caring for you 24 hours a day so they need time to have time off from you as well so I think basically ringing ahead is always a good start talking to the people that you'll be attending the event with talking to the hosts openly being honest and open so that everybody's on the same page is a massive massive plus also like you can also help yourself by taking food that you can eat taking drink that you can drink and just making yourself feel as comfortable as possible even taking cushions pillows and um, your own seat form of seating if you know that it might be a stand around job if there's not that much seating available take your own and just things like that being prepared is amazing making sure that you've rested up a few days beforehand so that you can fully enjoy the event is really really important so i think putting all these steps um in is really important and just putting yourself at ease and making sure that everybody's on the same page there's support there for you and yeah, so you can have the best time possible. So the next one is, what do I do in a restaurant when I'm ordering food and I'm embarrassed? Again, I think bringing ahead to the restaurant is a big thing, or I know that some like restaurants online now they have the booking online and they say does anybody in your party have any requests or dietary requests and I think it's great just to fill these in because I know on the booking reference sometimes when you print off the booking reference it may say that you've put that you're dairy intolerant or you know you've got different allergies so that you can take the book booking reference with you so that they've got a copy on their computer and you've got a paper copy as well but also ring them up and just say you know i've made a booking for saturday at seven o'clock i'm coming in with my family i have this that and the other um, do i need to bring any food with me or can you accommodate me and just be really open and honest with them and that really helps as well if you're in a big group because then when the sort of waitress or waiter comes over to you, they're fully aware of what you need. You don't have to go and explain it again. You don't have to go through the embarrassment of the food coming out wrong because they should, you know, they should know. You've checked, you've double checked, you've got it written down, you've got it on paper. You've spoken to the waitress and waiter. 
you've maybe spoken to the chef beforehand as well you've covered all grounds and so the pressure should be off you you also should be like with sort of main supports who understand as well so they'll back you up and I think just covering all grounds is really really important and being again open and honest is a big big thing also offering to sort of bring food in if the chefs are being a bit funny just say you know I'll bring rice I'll bring a sweet potato I'll bring my own wraps or my own bread um, I'll bring my own pizza dough, whatever it is, to make the chef's life easier is also a big thing because if they can see that you've been accommodating, they're less likely to be funny with you. So I think, yeah, ringing it in advance, having the support system with you as well is a big, big thing. And yeah, just, just being accommodating, being open, make sure they know everything and write everything down make sure it's on paper, make sure it's on their system. And that's all you can really do, really. And, you know, if they're not accommodating, then maybe not go back to that restaurant. And I know it sounds awful and you shouldn't say this, but if they're, in this day and age, with allergies being such a big issue, and, you know, globally, it's not just in this country, more and more restaurants are having to be more transparent about what they're putting in their food and cooking from fresh. That if they're not willing to do that for you you have a right to have that information at your fingertips and you should be you know they should be transparent so you know you can take your business elsewhere there's plenty of restaurants that are more than willing to be accommodating and are more than willing to do what you ask for and you know these these restaurants that do you know do what you ask and are flexible with the requirements it makes it so much easier not just for the person suffering with the intolerances and allergies but for the family members because they can relax they know that you're getting the food that you need you're enjoying your meal and there's no arguments and that for them is a, a big stress off so yeah really really do your research i know that chains like prezzo are amazing with allergies so go with you know places that you know are great bring up in advance, feel comfortable with the restaurant and so you want to enjoy yourself, you know, like we were saying before, you're housebound most of the time so when you go out you want to be feeling relaxed, you want to feel calm and yeah, enjoy yourself. So just a few questions again if you have more questions shoot them across to me because I think there's so much more we can cover and I know that um, I'm doing on my Instagram channel and you can follow me Sophie Wardy I do do answer <laughs> I do, do look at me now I do answer quite a few questions on there and it's great because people are really really interacting and I love doing that channel and you know it's just it's just fun it's just fun to hear from you guys and I love having that interaction and I think the more we speak openly about these issues the better we feel about them and the more open we feel about them and people can relate people find comfort and you aren't alone you've got to always remember that we aren't alone we are warriors and we battle every day and even though sometimes we feel bedridden we feel housebound 
we lose friends and relationships break down we have to keep faith in what we're doing we're working very very hard and we're doing a great job and you know the more questions that I answer and the more you know we sort of highlight different companies different sort of associations that are there to support us the better and you know we can I'm learning every day we learn on the job knowledge is power and you know we're doing the best we can so yeah please keep reaching out please keep giving me the questions to answer and I love answering them and series two is going to be full of great information great knowledge great wisdom with amazing guests coming up and I'll do my little bits in between and I can't wait and I'm so so excited and thank you so much and let's make series two as great as series one and I just can't wait for this venture to continue and I'm loving it so thank you and enjoy